Okay, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 34. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Trying to get comfortable here, just figure this setting out, you know. Rahat, I'm just. Rahat turnam avaplutya sakura sneha vibala papata charano pante dandavat ramakrishnayo akura overwhelmed from affection quickly jumped down from his chariot and fell at the feet of Krishna and Balaram like a rod. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Saksuran Malatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Swapadantikam Manchakalpa Tarupyas Chakrapa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namo Nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhaktavrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you all so much for coming and I try to be on time but somehow a little bit late today, but uh, it describes Akura, Danda, Vat. Danda is like, a, Vat means like, Danda, like a stick. Just fell down. Um, it's both an a result of emotion and an emotion itself. It's called anubhav, following the emotion, there are actions, which give a specific flavor of emotion itself, which bring one further towards rasa. There's rati and there's rasa. Rati means bhava, prem ankur, the, the the sprout of prem. And then there's prema. The difference between bhava and prema is like the sunlight and the sun rays. They're both the same. The sunlight, no, between the sunlight, the sun rays and the sun, they're both the same. They're heat and light. What's the difference? The difference is density. Prema is sandrandana visheshatma. Sandra means like like metal, you can't put anything through it. It's much thicker. That's, that's what samadhi means. And prema is bhakti samadhi. And what samadhi means is there's nothing else in the consciousness besides the object of your meditation, not even a cognizant of anything outside. The seventh stage of Astanga Yoga is dhyana. Jana is also, it's described like oil which flows. There's nothing, it's complete fixture on some object. 
like like oil it's just flowing it so it means there's no break what's the difference between dhyana and samadhi in samadhi there's no even consciousness of anything outside evam vatasva priya nama krita jitanaraga by chanting without any inhibition and without any, any attachment jitanaraga when that happens jitanaraga comes some real emotion comes and then you're oblivious there's laughing there's crying there's so many things so he he's kind of overwhelmed here uh dandavat he fell yeah overwhelmed the word is vivala overcome sneha overcome with affection overwhelmed in other words there's nothing else that's in the consciousness this affection completely overtakes you it's and it overtakes you to such a degree that the reactions you have are not even intellectually based you're crying you're shivering you're shaking so he's completely in ecstasy turnam of a foot quickly he jumped down and where did he jump down to he down, he jumped down to charna upante next to the feet of rama krishna of rama and krishna so what's going to happen now we're going to see the desires come true it's often described that raganuga bhakti is when you you begins raganuga bhakti begins when you actually it awakens when your relationship with krishna awakens in your heart that's when it begins and how do you know well no one can how do you know if if a boy loves a girl you can you, the parents may not approve of the boy let's say a girl lo- loves the boy the parents may not approve but they can't tell the girl she doesn't love him so it's the same thing when you really legitimately have rag in your heart when you legitimately have rag in your heart then no one can tell you anything else it's not a question of analysis or or some approval but something's awakening in your heart that's your relationship with krishna so um i lost my train of thought this is the day where i give several classes um anyway this is the this is the goal and akura actually said this now i've reached the goal all the dawns of my life have now become successful because what karma is karma is the law of god to bring you to perfection therefore i have a theory i've never heard this said we have some good brains here they can analyze and see if this is sounds or right that everybody's life is perfect because everybody gets the destiny or providence they need to reach perfection 
provided they can respond to it. So in that sense, good or bad, everyone's karma is, is, is good. It's good because it's meant to purify you. That's why when you become perfect, it does says, karmani nirdahati kinchi chabaktu bhaja, that karma is free. But still we see people become devotees, even Prabhupada, they, it's, it's an astrological chart predicted that he, you know, start many temples or something like that. We see why, because, well, one reason is, even if you attain bhava in this body, how are you gonna get praying? You need the body to practice. So it's not that spiritual life means suicide when you achieve perfection, because if karma stops, the body stops. In the eighth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, it says karma means the body. The body moves by the law of karma. So um, Where'd you get that quote? Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Um, so it, 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 it's perfected that way. So all the dawns of your, when you become a devotee, that means you've used the dawns of your life that it's given you when you've actually fully surrendered to Krishna. I think we all have that experience, especially anyone here. I've been in Krishna conscious, what, 10 years, 15 years, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You look back at your life. I look back at the life and all the mistakes I made, all the reactions I got. But it all had a purpose to bring me to a higher level of consciousness. So Akura said that all the dawns of my life now have become successful. So what we're going to see now, and I, I mentioned that my mind has become a little more clear once you start speaking. We're going to see now that Raganuga Bhakti, when that awakens in your heart, it's considered like a green mango. And then the perfection is when you actually achieve, it's like the ripe mango. So we see it begins with your aspirations. And if your aspirations are sincere, they will carry you, they will carry you to perfection. It's all there. And, and that's the whole purpose. What do we, what do we read the Bhagavatam for? It's to give us the proper aspirations. I, you know, reading this yesterday, the Bhagavatam, you get the right aspirations. And that's perfection. Perfection that leads you to perfection. It's just a maturity. What is sadhana? We chant Hare Krishna. What is perfection? We chant Hare Krishna. What's the difference? The difference is we chant Hare Krishna now to achieve perfection. And then in perfection, 
out of uh, out of out of perfection we chant out of we 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 chant Hare Krishna to attain prema, and then out of prema we chant. I did. I once went to this seminar uh, of Sachinandana Swami in the island of Ish in the Mediterranean Sea, off the coast of Croatia, and it was so beautiful. And it was his seminar. It was his Harinam seminar, and he. He just asked me, 20 minutes, you speak, Nam Kirtan, the essence of the Bhagavatam. And then I analyzed how everything is connected to bringing us to chanting the holy name. And then I went to the 10th canto. And what are the activities of all the people? What do the gopis do? What do the elderly gopis do? In the morning, they're cooking because they know that their sons will be picnicking with Krishna and sharing the food with Krishna. So what are they doing? They're doing kirtan. You know, I, I, Anna, if you look at the 15th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, the residents of Vrindavan leave for the forest doing kirtan. The cowardly boys in Krishna, they leave doing kirtan. And what do they do in the forest? When they're in the forest, they sit down and they have kirtan. They have perfect kirtan. And what is the first thing the residents of Vrindavan see? When Krishna comes back from the forest, first they see the padaduli, the dust of Vrindavan. Then they hear the kirtan. So what's the difference? There's sadhana and sadhya. The sadhana is bhakti, the sadhya is bhakti. It's just a question of maturity. So once you have that right desire and cultivate it, it will come to perfection. And that's what the story of Akura is. It shows you, he wasn't there yet, but it shows you what leads to perfection. And it's Manorita, it's the mind and the aspirations of the mind. And then everything that is in the mind, what we'll read today is everything that was in the mind came true. He, the effect, he was hoping for the affection of Krishna and Krishna put his hand on his head as he wanted. So he comes at the right time because he's so smart. He planned everything to come at dusk when Krishna comes back from the forest. He has that message to take Krishna to Matara. And then Krishna, he, then he, he, Vrindavan is filled with cows, so many millions of cows, but there's the cow shed. And then the evening activity. What a job. The best job is, is cow protection in Vrindavan. Because Vaisha has four different types of activities. There's banking, so much anxiety. There's trade, so much anxiety, so much calculation. There's agriculture. That's the third one. Got to plant the seeds. Will it rain? Harvested. Up here, put the fence around. Hope the, the groundhogs don't eat your, your vegetables. It's amazing how many how those groundhogs show up. 
But cow protection, what is cow protection in Vrindavan? You just go out and play. Do you ever see coward boys in Vrindavan? They do what everyone wants. You, you have a little stick, you tap the back of the cow and you, you walk through Vrindavan. So, so Krishna is coming back and, and, and it's go, go cool. It's the place of the cows. Krishna love, why does Krishna love the cows? Because the cow is mother. What does mother mean? It means giving. Krishna loves people who are giving. And the cow represents giving. The cow gives the milk, the cow, the cow dung, the urine. It's just giving. And therefore, the cow is worshipped. And then all the cows are collected. And this is what Akrura sees. This is what his aspiration, his aspiration, his sacrifice and service to the devotees. These are the three things that he did. He made sacrifice. This is the way I have to achieve Krishna. This is the this is the way I want my life to be. This is the way what I have to do to serve Krishna. I may like this, but I have to give it up. I may not like this, but I have to accept it. That's the symptom of, of the first two symptoms of Sharanagati or surrender, the first two symptoms of faith. You, set, you, you accept what's favorable to Krishna and you reject what's unfavorable to Krishna. So first thing is he sacrificed. And then he had his aspirations. And then he served the devotees. He was serving Krishna's father by trying to influence Kamsa not to. He saved him because Kamsa at particular times was going to kill. He was going to kill Krishna's father. When he found out that the father had cheated him, the father promised, I take all the ch ch children to you. And he believed him. And then, then he found out that he took, you know, actually that child, Krishna, that's killing all the demons. Narada Muni tells him, that child that is killing all the demons. That was the eighth child. That's Krishna. You rascal. You rascal Vasudev, you and then what did Kruis said, Vasudev, you know, you're Vasudev. No, I don't bother with Vasudev. And if you kill Vasudev, Krishna's gonna hide in the forest. You'll never get Krishna. And when Krishna goes to the forest, he has the home court advantage. You're never gonna catch Krishna in the forest. The only way Krishna will come here is for his father. So he said he was serving. Serve devotees, make sacrifice, and cultivate the right aspirations, which means chanting and hearing. I, I think in the story previous, I don't know how it was related, but the point is valid, even if I can't find the context of it. That there are two ways that Krishna represented, and it's called linga. Shiva Linga, sign, the signs of Krishna. One is the deity and one is the devotee. And why the devotee? Because Krishna is in the heart and when the devotee speaks, Krishna comes out. 
That's how you get Krishna. And therefore, in the Satya Yuga, there were no deities. There were just people with Krishna in their hearts. And there was no envy. So you could surrender and worship to worship them to the degree to create the relationship that you'd experience Krishna from those people. So now he comes and the first thing he sees in, in that chariot, first of all, he doesn't even know how he got there. And this is also very common that sometimes there's an unconscious intelligence when one is involved that just directs one. When one's absorbed in devotional service, we see that when, when Lord Chaitanya went through South India, which direction he went, but somehow Krishna brought him in the right place. And Narada Muni, when he came into Dwarka, the roads were more complicated than trying to find K-125 in Delhi. You ever travel in Delhi? There's K block, then there's L block, then there's Z block, then KS. And the, yeah, I, I tried to find my friend's house. It's impossible. I like it, you know, New York, 105th Street, 104th Street, 103rd Street, 102. You know, New York City, you know, first day of the second day. There it's K block, K block, and this. So Briad Bhagavatamrita, but Somehow he found the way. And same thing with, with Akrura. He didn't even realize he was on that chariot. His mind was just moving. And the first thing he sees is the dust of Vrindavan. And he rolls in it. And that's our message. When we get into Krishna consciousness, don't care what people think. <laughs> Of preaching is one thing we have to present, but in terms of your execution and devotional service and people don't care what people think. Don't care and don't have fear. Don't lament, roll in that dust of Vrindavan. And it is Udipan. Udipan means like a match that lights your devotion. And he sees the pastimes of Krishna in the sand. Vrindavan, the, the ground, prides the marks of Krishna. And then what's in Krishna's mind, they, 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 they know Akrura's mind. This is the, tra the transcendental system is Krishna is in everyone's heart. So if you have a strong desire to see Krishna, then Krishna could, could direct the pure devotee to come to you. It's connected. And same thing with Krishna. If you have a strong, Krishna knows. So when Krishna came home from the forest, First, he doesn't have many jewels on because he doesn't like to. And his mother wants to, but in the forest, and he has all his dust and decoration. He goes to the house, and then, of course, the mother bathes him and feeds him in so much affection. And then she dresses him so nicely. And then Akrura, then Krishna and Balaram, they're anxious to get to the cow shed because they know that Akrura will be there. Then Akrura looks in. 
And what a scene is in there because someone is saying, go get the milk. Ah, ah, tie up the ha, ah, go get the cow, ha. Ah. That means yes in Hindi. That's my Hindi. Ha. Ah, yes. Go get the tie up the thing, buckets claiming, you know, that it's a commotion in there. And Krishna have their buckets, and sometimes Krishna, his job in Balaram was to hold the calves when they were being so that when the cows are being milked, the calves won't be there. Or then the milk is poured and it's got to be brought to another place. And some pots, I guess, they were cooking the milk and you know, cooking it, whatever. And, and the buckets were clanging. And then he looked and he saw Krishna with, wow, now Mother Yasoda really got a chance to decorate Krishna. And these jewels, they're looking at these jewels, necklaces. And then... Mother Yasoda, they, you know, they, they would put camphor, which is white, and sandal, which was his dark. So they put sandalwood on Balaram and camphor on Krishna. So they make Balaram look a little bit darker. They make Krishna look a little bit lighter. And the internal potency wants to give the message. There's no difference for the two. <laughs> Don't get distracted by the color. We'll make the color the same. But not only that, it was, sand, it was sandalwood and saffron, and it was a guru. It's supposed to be the highest fragrance. And, 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 and Akura is like smelling this. And he can't believe it. And he, and he looks at them. And even though they're, they're the same size, everybody, they stand out because mountains are so impressive that everything around them become less. And then there are colors. Balaram is like a, a silver mountain and Krishna is like a, an emerald mountain. And Krishna, they're clinging buckets and they're dancing and, and the, 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 it's just wild. Because wherever Krishna goes, it's just play. Because it's Leela. So it's spontaneously, he's just playing and it's the ecstasy of the devotees. And Akura sees this and he's overwhelmed with affection. It's drawn out of his heart and he quickly jumps down to the chariot. Some say he didn't jump. Some say his legs just shook. And he fell out Bhagavat darshana lada bhashpa parukalekshana. The joy of seeing the Supreme Lord flooded Akura's eyes with tears and decorated his limbs with eruptions of ecstasy. He felt such eagerness that he could not speak to prevent himself, to, to present himself. What, what is in his heart? That moment, we have to be in the, we, we should want this and we should want to be in the spiritual world, but we don't really want it. Because the spiritual world means service and not exploitation. And even in this world, we don't like service. 
but it's not the activity, that's the mistake. It's the consciousness. The happiness is the consciousness. So we can't analyze it from what activities we like and don't like. There's liking to serve Krishna. That's the consciousness. And it doesn't matter what people are doing. What we do in this world is connected with our samskaras. I like this because I have an attachment for this. I don't like this because I, I have an aversion to this. But there, it, 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 it's souls that go to the spiritual world when they actually like to serve. They don't really even care what the activity is. Because of proclivity according to one's friend relationship with Krishna, but basically it's just service. And now the, the Krishna, which means all attractive, and, and, and what is what means what is he attracting? He's attracting the hearts and the love and the service and his own bhakti anand that he's put in the hearts of those devotees who practice Krishna consciousness. And it becomes so single-minded, a shakti, that there's no other voice in the heart but the desire to serve Krishna. And then Krishna puts his ladini, samvit shakti, his cognitive potency, which, which helps them understand their relationship, and the pleasure potency, which, which awakens that deep love in that relationship. And that's in their hearts. So they just want to serve. They, they want to serve. There's no personal calculation except the pleasure of Krishna is their pleasure. So he felt such eagerness. We, 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 we discussed this word. Some people there this morning, but the Sanskrit word for eagerness is utkanta. Kanta means neck, ut means to stretch. The image is, and I saw, is, is a cow, a calf that's re, a newborn calf. I saw that that's reaching for the mother's milk. The neck is stretched, or a bird that is stretching for the worm. So our hearts that really want to do something. That's why the, the, the Sadgo Swami Astakam, Krishna Kirtana Ud Kirtan. Prabhupada said loud Kirtan, enthusiastic Kirtan. So here it's that Achita Anga Pulaka, the the the, the Anga is erupting with pulaka with uh, uh, marked with eruptions and bashpa the tears paya, payakula overflowing the eyes are overflowing because they're seeing krishna with such joy and and and, and this eagerness he could not announce himself so he's just flooded now with with ecstasy we have goals when they're material, when we achieve them, we, we're not satisfied because it's, it's not fulfilling. Then if you're hungry, you want food. Unless you get food, the soul wants connection with God as much as a fish wants to be in water. It's its constitution. 
And unless one gets that, he'll never be satisfied. He'll never be satisfied. Recognize Akura, Lord Krishna drew him close with his hand. He wanted that relationship. He drew him close. That means affectionately. His two hands, he, he just affectionately. Which bears the sign of the chariot wheel. And then he embraced him. This is what he wanted. He was praying for this. Krishna will embrace me. Krishna felt pleased for he's always benignly disposed towards his surrendered devotee. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. We can achieve this now if we just surrender. <laughs> Every, it says in the Bhagavad Gita, Daivi, Esha, Gunamayi, Mamamaya, Dharat. It's very difficult to overcome because it's Krishna's energy. But the energy is sent for a purpose. It's the illusory potency because we, we want to be what we're not, which is God, and we don't want to be what we, are, what we are, which is his servant. So it's God's energy to fulfill our desire. It's fed by that desire of not wanting to be a devotee. You really want to be a devotee, you really want to serve Krishna, and that's gone, that energy. Krishna felt pleased because he was a fully surrendered devotee. Akura stood with his head bowed. Lord Shankarshan of Balaram grasped his joined hands. And then Balaram took him to his house in the company of Lord Krishna. He's besides himself. What is he thinking now? Because what did he want? Prema, you want three things in Prema. You want to be with the Lord, you want to serve the Lord, and you want to have a relationship with the Lord. There's relationship. Krishna and Balaram are showing relationship. They're excited to see the person whom they love. Now they're accompanying him to his, their house. We accept you. We accept you. I, I once had a dream. I told people where Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati said, don't worry, I accept you. So every day I think of Mad Ur Jojvala Prema Da Sirupaduga Bhakti Da. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. We want to be accepted. We want to be recognized in a relationship, even mundane. We love someone, we want them to recognize us. After inquiring from Akura whether his trip has been comfortable, Balaram offered him a first-class seat, bathed his feet in accordance with the injunction of scriptures, and respectfully served him milk with honey. That's called Madhu Parka. When we worship the deities, the different things we give, we give Padya, padya we wash the feet, Agya, Spices, rinse out the mouth, Asha Madhu Parka, welcoming someone. Milk and honey. I, I suppose it's just a little cup that's so ambrosial and, 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 and it's part of that culture. And they welcome him. 
in accordance with the injunctions of the scriptures. Interesting. Krishna himself, the spiritual world, had a form of Vanashram. The almighty Balaram presented a crew with the gift of a cow, massaged his feet to relieve him of fatigue, and then with great respect and faith, fed him suitable prepared foods of various tastes. Morning, we're discussing the Sanskrit word for guest, Atiti Bhagavan. The guest is God. And therefore, they're offered the best. One of the favorite things I have in Vrindavan is I, the groups that would come. I'd have whoever's leading the group call me, let me know when they're come, they're on the road. And then if they come to the MVT, had this long pole and I bought so many garlands, fragrant garlands, and we have a little chandan and you greet them. You know, everything's the mind. Happiness is the mind. I know in Vrindavan, because I have experience taking people around, I made this little program where the first day I take them to the gardens of Vrindavan. They meet a wonderful Bridgebasi family and they serve Bridgebasi rotis and because the first experience one has is generally the lens by which they see the same thing. So if you come to Vrindavan and you have a, a, a nice experience at the beginning, you'll tend to see it that way. It's same things with relationships, how, how important are first impressions. So you create, they're creating that, it, it's all about love. This is, this is, this is the bhakti is the practice of devotion, but it's also the culture of devotion. In the bhakti rasamrita and the uh, upadeshamrita, what does it mention? Six loving exchanges. Didati pritta grinati, you give gifts, you accept gifts. Guyam atyachi pritchati, you inquire in confidence, you explain in confidence. Bhumte bojyate chaiba, you give food and accept food. So we're seeing that even Krishna and Balaram, in relationship to the devotee, is what sadhu sangha means. It's the method of sharing hearts. Therefore, we're, we're concerned with sadhu sangha, with the more advanced devotees, specifically but also just so many wonderful devotees. So these are all conduits from heart to heart. The dati pritagrina, you give gifts, you accept gifts, you inquire. It opens the heart and there's an exchange. What to speak of the psychological satisfaction that's necessary for being peaceful in this world, to have appropriate relationships. I told you about that Harvard study. They studied over 80 years. And, and, and the, one of the things that came out of it, the main factor for good health was the number of quality relationships one has. Exercise was important, diet was important, but the most important thing was this. Here, but Krishna is showing it in perfection. And Akura breaks his fast, which is interesting. 
because technically it's not time yet to break his fast. Not time yet to break his fast, but he breaks his fast. Why? Because we follow rules because they give a result. And when they don't give a result in a different circumstance, it's not necessarily we follow those rules. That's one of the, the impediments to bhakti is nima agraha, too much affection for the rules. I remember Srila uh, Narayamaraj, he was uh, uncharacteristically, he left Vrindavan and went to Jaipur during um, Karti. And they would follow a strict Chaturmasya. I don't, you know, they couldn't take this, they couldn't take this, they couldn't take this. And then he was there and the Pajari gave him prasadam and he saw there was a piece of Loki squash or something that he doesn't eat. But he took it and then he told me that he felt that, you know, honoring Radha Govinda, the deities of Rupa Goswami, and we are Rupa Nugas. It took precedence over Chaturmasya. We do. The rules are important. We should know the purpose of the rules. So Kuru is getting food from the hand of Krishna and Balaram. What's the whole purpose of a codice? What's the whole purpose of a codice? It's to get food from the hand of Krishna and Balaram. It's to attain that, that level of intimacy. Madhavatiti. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Madhavatiti Bhakati Janani. That these things, these days of lottery give birth to devotion. Now devotion personified is in front of him. And he's going to say, um, I'm fasting today. So when a Kuru had eaten to his satisfaction, Lord Balaram, the supreme know of religious duties offered him arom aromatic herbs for sweetening his mouth, along with fragrances and flower garlands. Akura once, once again enjoyed the highest pleasure. He's enjoying the beauty, but in a spiritual way. I describe that when, uh, when someone cooks for someone else that they love, So the, the person cooking enjoys the taste in the mentality of the satisfaction of what the person eating it has experienced. So it purifies it. So he's accepting the garlands, but what he's accepting is, is not, and enjoying it, but what is, it's so fragrant, it's so beautiful, and and baharpi dam natavarabapu karnio karni karyam vibrad vishad kanika kapi vajyanti chamalam. A garland with five different forest flowers down to the knees. He's accepting this beautiful garland. But what is he accepting? The acknowledgement of Krishna's acceptance of him. That's what he's feeling. Nanda Maharaj asked Akura, O descendant of Dashara, how are you all maintaining yourselves while that merciless Kamsa remains alive? You were just like sheep under the care of a butcher. How do you survive? 
So Nandamaraj is asking, he, he's asking about his welfare. That cruel self-serving Kamsa murdered the infants of his own sister in her presence, even as she cried in anguish. So why should we even ask about the well-being of you, his subjects? What are we going to ask the well-being? You know, uh, you know how how is your day in the office today, working with Adolf Hitler? <laughs> we don't have to ask about well-being. We know how torture it is to work with that person. You know, one of the qualities, it, 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 you know, it says disease, uncleanliness, and too much dependent on another's mercy, is the cause of disease. Well, what is this? When I read this, we have to think deeply. What is this too much dependence on another's mercy? Isn't that what, what we're supposed to do? But what it means, if you analyze it, when you are working for someone who has no care for you, who could fire you in a second, despite the fact that you have a wife and five kids, that's tension. That's pressure. That's too much dependent on another person's mercy, not depending on the mercy of Guru and Krishna, whose, whose love and fairness is absolute. It's always there, but too much dependence. So of course, of course, why should we ask about your well-being? It's a torturous situation. Honored by Nanda Maharaj with, with these true and pleasing words of inquiry, Akura forgot all the fatigue of his journey. It's just another example that all pain and pleasure is a mental conception. Just forgot his fatigue. So we're going to continue because Akura is going to leave and we're going to see that scene. We're going to see that scene where they're, they're holding the reins. The gopis don't want Krishna to go. We're going to, we're going to see and hear and pray to have some feel for these sentiments, which are just incredibly deep. Okay, um, I'm gonna end now for today. Uh, anybody like to, Jamuna Jaya, do you have any reflection today? That yes, touch I'm... Yeah, yes, okay. Okay, Drista, Johnny, wait. Yeah, Drista, how are you Hi, Krishna, what a nice class. And, uh, and and really taking us to Vrindavan. I've been to the, we've been to the uh, the um, Vrindavan uh, family and had the rotis before. And uh, how wonderful you, you that took, is. You took us you there. Took us there. You took us there. Yeah. <laughs> Arjuna, you know Arjuna from Dallas, because you were with yeah. Arjuna. 
Yeah. Yeah. He used to call it my deli. <laughs> Delicatessen, but anyway, my deli. Anyway, it's a New York thing. But uh, yeah, you, yeah, right. We went there, though. Isn't it sweet? I it's think, really nice. Rajani, your daughters came that day, too, right? It was the four of us. The four of us, yes, they came, yes. too. You're right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the time they came. That was a long time ago. That was like in, uh, in 2013. So uh, time flies. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I like yeah. the sober simplicity and depth of your presentations. Sober simplicity and depth of your Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just praying to get that desire to serve Krishna and, uh, and, and thinking about how we came, or at least I came for something else, like Dhruva Maharaj looking for broken glass. Yeah, and wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hearing these pastimes and what you're doing, I know you're retired now for chanting and hearing. That's your life. Chanting, yeah. hearing, going on a kirtan. Yeah, we do programs uh, and, and, and hear from sadhus. And, and hear from sadhus. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering if I, if someone I know is moving down there, I just, I'll give, I, if I remember, it'll come to me. I'll let them, yeah, I think let, I may have. Yeah, yeah, someone. Okay, thank you. Hi, right, Bo. Great to see you, Bo. Good to thank see you. you. Okay. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, you still there? Israel. I actually I love what they just said. So a sober simplicity and depth. That was that always really that's a that's a great one. I love that. Oh, that's a big um, button for me, right? <laughs> that's a that's a big button. Yes, I love that one. But I, I really loved your point about the dependence that we are dependent on completely the wrong thing. We're, we are dependent on, you know, this, this person that might fire us for no good reason. And then we don't trust to be dependent on the right thing, which is Krishna. So I, I really, it reminds me of that thing where they say that the servants make very bad masters. And I think it's the same kind of thing. Well, sometimes we don't have choice. That's the problem in a, in a proper culture. You know, everyone was protected. Every occupation had either you were completely independent, like a Vaisha, you don't work for anybody, you work for yourself, a Kshatriya, you know, you have your own land, and a Brahmin is completely independent. And the working class would serve the others, but they were really sheltered and protected. So it's the modern society that created this system where the, your employer is disconnected from you as a person and he's even disconnected sometimes often with the welfare of anyone <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> it, it, you know it probably you know this is but the dispensation is and i read this in, in bhakti sandarbha devotion in the form of kirtan is I'm a, you'll see it in Monday morning greetings, is unlimitedly merciful for those devoid of false prestige. And in the Kali Yuga, even the most highly competent can't do Vedic studies, penance, austerity, etc. Therefore, in the Kali Yuga, where people are humble by nature, because of not having any real powerful qualities to make them proud. 
they have the process of sankirtan, which can easily achieve all the, the, the benefits of, of these processes that were performed in other yugas. So it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a mixed bag, but, but, it, but it's meant to make us humble. And if we're humble, then we have this sankirtan. Okay, thank you, Jamunajaya. Good. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Kishori Radha and Narayan. Hey, Narayan. Great. Great. Hi, how are you? Good. Nice. Good to see you. You're graduated now? In a couple uh, months. In a couple months. Great. Great. I'm sure you'll be guided to do something very productive that doesn't get you in debt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. All right, Krishna. Hi, Bo. Kishore, your son has grown up. Such a man. Wonderful. I know. I can't believe he's he's almost 18. Yeah, and your daughter is probably on another line listening. So that's good. Success. Yep. <laughs> Success. I hope so. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Thank you very much for the class. You, uh, you, you stay up late at night to hear all these classes. <laughs> so, right? It's okay. wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. I wish you guys were near South America because then you could come to the retreat <laughs> I'm doing. <Wow. laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. I hope that we can. We think about it, Maharaj. If we can, that's really good. Yeah. We'll, we'll meet in India then. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, we try. Thank you. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Narman Saki here. Haribo. Great. Haribo. Thank you for the class. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hemala Tarada. Hey, okay. Haribo. Haribo. Good. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Gail here. Okay. You know, when you were saying that um, uh, when Nanda Maharaj was greeting Akura so, you know, lovingly, and he was enlivened, you know, but showed you were saying that our, our suffering is in the mind. But I was also thinking that, you know, how, how, how nourishing it is to get that affection, you know? Or, or you know, because look how, how depleted he was, but, but because he received that affection, he became so enlivened, you know? Right, even his fatigue was gone. Yeah, the power of love. Yeah, the power of love. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Okay. Hey. Hey. I wouldn't say you're going, it's definitely not going to the beach because it's freezing there. But, uh, <laughs> Okay. 
All right. Thank you. We'll Thank talk you. later, which of you can get away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Bunch of culpa tribus, I could send you a baby, jump a teeth and I'm bobbing a